Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Ryan's holding out hope. Winston's ruining date night. And what is up with Mama Bella's lady lumps? We're breaking it all down for you right now on the AfterBuzz TV Total Bella's After Show. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yay! Those yes, lovely lady lumps. Uh-huh. I know, I mean, we know she's okay now, so we can make jokes. Right, right? It's okay? <laughs> we have come so far. We have come five episodes into a six-episode order of Total Bellas. This is season one, episode five, Bella Family Secrets. And we are going to be recapping it all for you. My name is Christy Olson. You guys can always hit me up at Christy Reports on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. You can find this episode on YouTube and iTunes. I apologize for us not being live tonight and not having the live chat rolling. We will definitely be live at 9 p.m. Pacific time next Wednesday for the big finale, and we will be able to let you guys all chime in on that one. In the meantime, you got to listen up to what we have to say about this episode because it was a doozy and we have a lot to say. And by we, I mean it wouldn't be any fun if I was sitting here by myself. Actually, I've always wanted to do that. But since you three are available tonight, I thought that would be more fun. So tell them who you are. Hey guys, it's Megan Stecker, and you can tweet me uh, at Megan Stecker. Hi guys, I'm Jennifer Leone, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jennifer Leone TV. I'm James Frankie. You can follow me on Twitter at Jimbo in the Booth. Let's talk Total Bellas. Let's yeah. talk Total Bellas. It's gone so fast. It's it really this has. I can't sad. believe it's like the season finale. I know. The good shows always do that. Mm-hmm. It seems like nothing. Yeah. Just like it's it just seemed like I don't know maybe three weeks, and I'm yeah. like what. <laughs> and literally the only thing that could appease me, like the only thing that could bring me any peace of mind on Total Bella Season 1 ending is that it will roll right into the brand new season of Total Divas. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. And maybe this was like a test of like, okay, so six episodes was great. People want more. Mm-hmm. Next time we'll do 10 or 12. Ten. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully well, 10. I like that even better. Like, and Brie and Brian have plenty of time on their hands now. So. Yeah. <laughs> Baby Bellas. Yeah. Spinoff. Well, they'll have to film while she's pregnant and uh, huh. about to deliver. Oh. I second that. Yeah. <laughs> I second yeah. that. Well, Brie is still trying to convince everybody here on Total Bellas that she hasn't changed. And I think the biggest change we see is that she's pretty Brie-moded up for this entire first scene of the show. It seems like Brian said bye and Bree said hello to the margaritas, which is absolutely understandable in the situation that she's in. And Bree actually tells Nikki, well, I feel like John has taken you away from me. Finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She yeah. says Bree? it. I do. And I think that Nikki's just saying that and trying to make her feel guilty to make herself feel better. Oh. I just I think it's it's selfish of Nikki to do that to Bree. Bree's going through a lot and right now if she wants to have a cocktail she can or 12. Do whatever you want. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just my opinion. <laughs> Something that was said during this situation in 
intro thing with the two of them as like a a drunk's person like talking when you're drunk and the things you say and like if it's really true and something i've heard is a drunk a drunk person's words are a sober person's thoughts mm-hmm. what do you guys well. think about that do you think that's sometimes yeah or or you could be more exaggerated when you're drunk and more emotional they were like <laughs> letting the liquor fly and they were really emotional. Yeah. Like but mm-hmm. it was like an invested emotion. I don't think it was like anything like like she was saying like the next morning you wake up you're not like oh I shouldn't have said that. You're yeah. like yeah, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It was said. So it was like, I don't know, it was a weird situation. No, I yeah. think people I think some people say crazy outrageous outlandish things that could never be close to being true when they're intoxicated. Sometimes, I agree. Like Sometimes. I got way too drunk one time in college and I already had a boyfriend and I kissed a guy I wouldn't touch with the 10 foot bowl. You know, so it's a case of like not doing, you know. And yeah, you're not yourself. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be honest. A thing I would honestly do if I were sober and it's not something I'd want to do. So, yeah. I don't. I think with some people, they do get very honest when they're drunk. And I mm-hmm. think it's the opposite for some people, too. Like, right. they just get outrageous. I think it depends on the kind of drunk you are, really. <laughs> or how much you hold in naturally on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> and you need to blurt yeah. things out. I yeah. think it depends on what you're drinking, also. Oh, oh good point. Tequila, good point. Yeah, tequila like, probably has a different effect than, say, champagne. Yeah, I would say, like... <laughs> Hard liquor exactly. drunk is just like venting out all those things you've done, like you've I stuffed mean, way down, and I then think like tequila is an angry drunk. Yeah, hard liquor is is like a spilling, yeah. spilling verbally. Well, I think it affects everyone different because yeah. I can handle all the tequila in the world, but I cannot do champagne. Oh, I just cannot. Ooh, the bubbly. Champs. I really, I yeah, pass. Yeah, the bu- I think there's something about the bubbles like makes it go more to your head. It goes right that's to like your a head. Legit thing. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I you always say. I'm always like, well, why don't we have something with bubbles? It goes to your head first. <laughs> my <laughs> mom loves champagne always with the glass of prosecco. <laughs> I love oh, it. Yes, that's my drink. <laughs> I love it. Well, Brie announces that she is leaving tomorrow to be with Brian, and I think we all could agree that that seemed like the appropriate thing to do in this situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> However, maybe it, it inappropriate in a situation when your mom's fiance and your brother are sitting at the table and you order your mom a stripper. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but wait, didn't Johnny Boy, order it? I was okay, so I was unclear on that. Okay, yeah. okay. Did, did we? He was really smirking, but I, that <laughs> had to have been Nikki and Bree, right? I don't know. I was confused. I was too. JJ looked happy. was drunk, so I couldn't tell. <laughs> JJ was like all about it, though. So I don't know. I feel like maybe he knew too. I don't know. I think so the only reason he would order the stripper for her is because then he knows what she's getting and like he's like hey dude that's my fiance you're gonna do this nothing too crazy as opposed to like Nikki and Brie like doing like no we're gonna do stripper interviews like let's see what you got no you're not good enough let's see what you got that would have been a great scene actually oh this guy does this crazy trick you just have to see it you know like (laughs) I don't want to see any of those tricks no I was gonna say, can we remind? He really did look like the chef, though, with like the bandana around his head, and he brought out the dessert tray. I was like, oh, that's really nice. The chef was like, oh, let me bring the food to the table. Same. Yeah, and then then when he turned his suitcase around, it's like, oh no, this is a portable boombox. I was like, what is going on? No. Oh yeah. I knew what was coming. Being the victim of many a stripper party. Oh really? Um. Let me just say, my sorority's favorite thing to do was to order strippers. I love your sorority. Which so one? I like. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, so we'll I, stop 
long after the show, right? We could go back to college. Uh, so I walked in one night after like our like weekly meeting and in my apartment, and everyone was there, and a stripper showed up, and it was just like. He was tossing me around, and that wasn't the first time that happened. So. <laughs> wow. That's got to be, like, the best thing for a stripper, though, to walk into a sorority and be like, oh, easy, yeah, easy pickings. Yeah. And to just have everyone be into it. Like, um, last night I was watching 90 Day Fiance, and the guy was, like, all drunk and trying to act like he wasn't cool because he knew his fiance wouldn't like him being on TV with a stripper. So he was trying to act not into it. And she was still, like, climbing all over. But it was really uncomfortable and weird. And it's just uh, like, yeah. just act, just go along with it. I love how they're like, he was a really nice guy. Oh, yeah, he was really nice. And then JJ's like, he had his balls in your face, Mom. <laughs> that was so funny. Like, that was great. <laughs> also, oh, been there. <laughs> oh, no. I had that happen with a stripper wearing a thong. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, yikes. <laughs> Viewers, would you die if a stripper came by? into our room right now like if we were just setting it up as a big joke we were like hey stripper after bus stripper oh, oh my gosh with the bumblebee thong yes <laughs> that would be a first it would be a first meanwhile tuning back into total divas kathy mama bella She's been talking the last couple episodes about kind of feeling insecure around the young girls, but she really elaborated on it tonight and talked about her ex-husband I I'm not Certain was she referring to Nikki and yeah. Marie and JJ's dad? She said yeah. your dad. Say your dad. She said your dad. Okay, so this would be her first husband, and she was saying that she felt some fat shaming from him, and he really kind of put some insecurities into her head. And we were all wondering last week, like, what is her problem? She looks so good. Why would she not want to take off the moo moo? But this made it all make sense. Mm-hmm. I hate what he said to her. Mm-hmm. You would have a perfect body if you just took a knife and cut this part of your leg off. Who? I... That made me so mad. I'm sorry. It's a good thing they're not married anymore. He's a bad guy. Yeah, really bad. Yeah, they talked a lot about that on this episode, how bad their dad was. Mm -hmm. JJ brought it up and... Everything. So, I don't know. Must have been a really bad guy. Yeah, well, you know, that first season we saw them kind of try to go have that big conversation with him and kind of reconnect a little bit. And then, was it last season or the season before? I think last season they revealed that he was pregnant with some new, new wife fiance? or girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, and they had to see it on Instagram. And oh, then that's right. One of the twins was talking to him and one of them wasn't. Right. Wasn't Bri- That's right. Bree was not talking was not to him, talking I think. To him. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. But we could have, I mean, we could really use an update on all of yeah. that. Mm. I wasn't the, the new baby mama, like, younger than Bree and There Nikki? was something like that. Something yeah. like that, yeah. So they were just not happy. Ooh, I'm going to have to go back and watch last season back before before the new one rolls out. i got to get those total trivia. I could totally see her on the cover of, like, Women's Fitness. Which oh my one? God, Bella. Yeah, Mama Bella, Bella yeah. for sure. Like, her body was so like, banging. 51 and still, like, look at, like, 51 and look at these buns or, like, something like that. <laughs> right? Just on, like, women's fitness, you know? That's it's so like, cute. she looked amazing. She and then, does. like, she's more oh, in shape I than I am. I don't want to take, I don't want to take this off. Oh, bam! And I was just like, holy cow. And then they're like, no, wrap this around your waist. See how look you good. Like, see how good you good. look. Right. And, you know, like, she really was, like, stunning. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, flawless. Yeah. Yeah, and I did like that she kind of accepted it when they posted the photo and the fans started saying positive things. You know, it would have been easy for her to kind of maybe maintain that attitude of like, oh, no, and don't even tell me, don't yeah, even post Yeah, see, this is why I didn't want you to do that. But yeah. when they're like, yeah, you look hot. And, like, he has to explain <laughs> what, like, the <laughs> AF. <laughs> AF. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 
That was great. Cute. Oh, cheers to you and your hot bod, Mama Bella. Mm. We, of course, will hear more about that a little bit later. Meanwhile, Bree arrives home in Arizona to Daniel Bryan, and his demeanor is, I mean, I wrote extra weird in my notes, but he was, I, I didn't, couldn't tell if it was trying to act like he was okay, or trying not to say too much for the cameras, or putting a smile on, or was he really feeling a little better, was he super contemplative, I just, I couldn't quite put my finger on his mm. mood in this scene. What did you guys pick up from this? I felt like he looked like a person suffering with really severe anxiety at the moment. Just those, like, needs to be twitching or moving around, or he's so caught up in his thoughts that he's staring off. And that's just what it looked like to me. Not that I know, not that I'm a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, you know, if this really is depression, which has been, seems that it's been diagnosed as that, and then he should maybe be taking some medication to regulate it. That's what it looked like to me. Oh, and Bree did mention medication on last week's right, episode. Right, that he, yeah. he was refusing to to take it. Mm-hmm. That he was telling the doctors, no, I don't want to take it. And that's when he was like, never mind, I'm going to go home and be alone. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe now he will. Just because it got to this point and he's so... It mm-hmm. looks like he's just getting worse and worse mm-hmm. as the episodes go on. So I, I want to know kind of how he is now. I feel like really hard mm-hmm. I think my biggest problem with the scene was the Apple continuity because yes. that just ruined it for oh. me they're, have, they're starting their talk and she's just telling like all like all her raw emotions like this is how I feel and I'm worried about you because you're my husband and I'm your partner and we till death do us part and he has like a, a full apple he probably just picked from his garden he pulls like the top off and then she's like so what do you have to say and he goes to answer and it's like half eaten <laughs> And then they cut back mm. to her, and then they cut back to him, and it's still a full and it was apple. Like one bite, you yeah. know. So it's just like, oh man, like who knows how good this real conversation was, was. before mm. it hit the editing room, and they're like, no, you need this sound bite, this sound bite, this sound right. bite. Because even in the trailer, when they showed like this is the conversation they're gonna have, they showed him looking all depressed, and her being like, you said till death do us part. So yeah. they hinted at like maybe she said something to him and he's like well why don't we just break up and she's like no you said we'd be together till we die mm. like and as an editor like I know you can make people look really good or really bad mm-hmm. so that that just threw me off because you're like no like if he didn't have that apple in his hand I would be so more invested in like oh well that's how he really feels because I don't know how he really feels because that might have been what he said at the end of his conversation exactly. they put it at the beginning right you know and that changes the whole story mm-hmm. so that just took me out of the element and what Brie was saying, too, I feel like she was just repeating everything and almost, like, making him relive it over and over again in his head. Like, like they've when, maybe had that conversation already, but they needed to have it on camera Yeah, or something. something, like, it just seemed like it was just really repetitive from the things she said before. Like, it wasn't their initial conversation, too. Yeah. And I feel that Brian was just kind of like, all right, okay, like, you've heard it all before, you know what's happening, that's not what you should say to someone. Maybe mm-hmm. she said other things, but I don't know. Like he's just going through the motions maybe because the camera's right Yeah, there. something along those lines. But I feel like with her, hey, let's do a distraction. Let's get up and maybe go to the park, go for a walk. I I don't know. Like That's not what he needs to be listening to right now is what he can't do because he knows mm-hmm. and he's upset about it. <laughs> he's already been told by yeah. lots of doctors. Right. I wonder if she keeps like rehashing and telling him these things because she wants him to say them out loud. Mm. Like she's like telling him these stories because she wants him to like finally say like you're right 
I can't wrestle anymore. They're mm-hmm. like, you're right. I have to retire for my health and for this family. Like she wants him to hear those words. Cause like a lot of the times, like you deal with stuff, but it's on the inside. And once you say it out loud and you hear yourself say it, it becomes real. And mm-hmm. then you're like, Oh man. Well, cause yeah. he's still holding on to, he's saying the test that he did not pass that prohibits 1%. him from ever getting back in the ring is a 1% chance or probably less than that. Even that it could be some sort of anomaly, some sort of a mistest. Yeah, I, this it, it was so sad to hear him say that. Yeah, mm-hmm. to hear that he's still hanging on like that. I mean, man. All I could think of, and this is really bad, was in Dumb and Dumber when like the mm. chick's like, "Well, there's a chance we could date, maybe," and he's like, "So you're saying there's a chance? Like, oh, sir, yeah. you have one percent that you might be able to rest. So there's one percent. All right. Like yeah. he was so like, he's like really holding on, which is why I think like he's holding on to that one percent. And not saying it out loud to hear himself be like, no, I, I'm done with wrestling. No, in his head, he's like, no, there's that 1%. And that's what he's going to keep telling himself. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to tell himself, no, I'm done. That I'm makes done. sense. Yeah. You know? you know what I was thinking about um, Brie in this episode is I feel like maybe she and Nikki are so good at the reality TV thing because they're excellent at exposition. Rather than just having a conversation with each other or someone else, how you might in real life. They do a lot of leading up to what they're about to ask or say as a statement by kind of repeating the events, but letting Mm. you know what's going on. So I felt like a lot of that was going on in these two scenes with Brian, but like it was beautifully done. Mm -hmm. It's like really It comes from having to sit for those interviews all the time and having Mm. the producers say, you know. How did you feel when this happened? Yeah, and Mm -hmm. don't just answer the question. Repeat it back before you answer. Put the question in your answer, please. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good catch. Well, all of this kind of drama with Brian's career ending is overshadowing Bree's retirement. Mm-hmm. And this is something that actually when Bree's retirement went down on WWE TV, they didn't acknowledge it. And I was upset about that. And it seemed like it was getting overshadowed by Brian. Really, it was so that they could save it for the show. But I think that this is absolutely um, a genuine concern <laughs> for everyone. You know, Brie has put in almost a decade at this company. And, of course, she wants to be there for Brian. But her career is ending, too. And that's also a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I mean, and she's really talking about it. choosing to give it up for Brian so mm-hmm. that they can be retired together and start their family. So it's also something I'm sure she's grappling with, like, you know, when was I really ready to hang up the boots? I'm really doing this for Brian. And she probably can't express that to him. She probably doesn't want to express that to Nikki. So I think oh, it's right. tough. I think she's dealing with a lot, and she's just trying to push it back and focus on Brian. Mm-hmm. And yeah. kind of, not to say, like, her retirement is less or more important than his, but, like, it's kind of more important because she's still in-ring performing. His was, like, pulled out from under him. He'd, like, just won the belt, then it got taken away. Then he'd just done this, and then it got taken away. So he wasn't, like, on TV wrestling, and then they were like, can't wait to see him next week on Raw. No, wait, he has to retire. He was off TV for a while, and we kind of knew, like, the writing was on the wall. But she's, like, in-ring competing Mm. to then now they're like, okay, you're going to retire. This is your buildup. And she doesn't get to enjoy, like, counting down those Raws or, like, going to Raw and embracing it with everybody Mm -hmm. or, like, like someone – at her level, could probably go like, "Hey Vince, you know who I want to work with before I leave? Mm-hmm. This person, this person, and this person." Yeah, and they would like do it because mm-hmm. that would make her happy, and mm-hmm. she's done. She's paid her due. She did her ten years, and she deserves it. So, mm-hmm. can I ask a question? When um, when Nikki said Brie, it sucks. Brie had to miss TV, so she missed like a scheduled she weekly missed TV appearance, Raw and everyone that went... week. So did. 
did as fans did you know she was about to retire and that was kind of like why isn't she on this week or no there were rumors online that okay. she was retiring, but they never acknowledged it. WWE right. didn't, and, and Brie didn't at the time. And as far as missing a show, you know, you never know, or I shouldn't say you never know. Sometimes those things are planned ahead, but usually it's just whatever match is coming out that night or the storyline progresses on the show. So her not being able to show up that one night probably didn't mess up a whole lot of stuff. They threw in, you know, Alicia Fox okay. or whoever it was. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, they did not. They were trying to act like she wasn't retiring. Until her very last match at WrestleMania, they kind of, Nikki came out and all the girls came out and you knew something was up, but they still didn't say it. She had kind of a celebratory moment. They hoisted her up on their shoulders and that whole thing, but they still didn't acknowledge it. You guys, you hate it now. I sat there and watched her. I was like, what? She's retiring and we're not going to say a word. Like, come on. Maybe they want her back. And they, they're going to keep offering her more money, more money, and see if she comes back after baby. Mm-hmm. She know? has said it's a possibility. I think that's probably why. Fingers crossed. Well, speaking, speaking of babies. Oh, I was going oh, to say, speaking of babies, we didn't even talk about JJ. No, we're going there next. JJ and Nikki are having this little combo because yeah. she has noticed that he's not being very open to the idea, doesn't seem very open to the idea of having a baby girl. And... I think we were all, I think, I think I will speak for all of us on this one when I say we were thinking, oh my gosh, he's being kind of a jerk about this, for real. But then when he explained his issues with their father, who, you know, that all comes full circle to (laughs) the father not being maybe the most stand-up guy, and I really understood where he was coming from once he explained it. Did you guys? Same. I felt, at first I was like, wow, JJ, okay. But then when he... I mean, it doesn't excuse what he did because I think he shouldn't do that, but it makes sense why. Mm-hmm. So, I think the biggest thing I took from this was Nikki trying to preach, like, well, if John kept telling me, like, I was raising his son, I would be really, you know, I wouldn't feel this way or, like, I would feel like this is like, no, if John... If you had anything of John's inside your body, you wouldn't care. If it was a space alien, if it was a cat, if it was a boy or a girl, you'd just be happy that John finally gave you something. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, don't mm-hmm. harass him. Like, like I get it. Like, I just got married. Everyone, is, even before when we were like, oh, we got engaged. They're like, when are you having kids? And it's like, let us be married. Yeah, like, right. let us enjoy that. So, like, I get it. Like, every every man wants to pass on, like, the things he's learned to his son. But, like, you don't... The fun isn't trying, man. <laughs> like, you don't need to knock it out of the park and get a son the first time, you yeah. know? Like, I almost felt like this was an excuse to cover up for the fact that, <laughs> yes, let's be real, every man wants a boy, like JJ said. I think that's fine. I think every man does undercover want a boy. <laughs> um, at least first, they always want a boy, and then a girl is fine. Well, it's because um, we have the same parts. I well, don't, I yeah, don't know how and I those think, parts work. Yeah, to like raise men are comfortable. Yeah, men are Again, comfortable. Like, from yeah, fear. right. Yeah, like, exactly. Right. So, I mean, I don't have a brother, so I'd be afraid to have a boy, and I'd be like, I hope it's a girl. It was. I think just think it's the way JJ says things that it just irks me. Yeah, yeah he's same. very defensive. Like, yeah, like that's yeah. just like when he talks. That's like, how I feel. Like, like, like he went up child. to yell at his like mom frat boy. in the end of the episode when he went up to be like, "Oh, what are we not talking about? Huh? What are you not going to tell us?" And she's like, can you just shut up? I'm trying to have a moment with Nikki right, right now. Yeah. Chill, please. Like, 
JJ, he, just chill. Yeah, he's <laughs> like a kid. <laughs> and it had to be hard for him, too, growing with, like, two beautiful twin sisters. Mm-hmm. You're, like, the youngest brother. Mm-hmm. Your dad is here. He's not here. You need, like, someone to look. Your mom is, like, you're super strong, and now you work for her. So, like, mm-hmm. it had to be hard for him. So I could see why he's like, no, I really want a son because I want to pass on things and do, like, boy things, you know, that I never got to do. More testosterone sense. around. It's a lot of women he's dealing with <laughs> yeah. all the time. That's true. <laughs> women that are in a male-dominated field mm-hmm. that have to, like, really, like, show their worth they and really... step it up and, like, yeah. Put that They've really persona have, um, on. Lady balls is yeah. what we call it. They've really become yeah. alpha females. So For it's sure. a lot of alpha female domination happening. And they're like always like, shut up, JJ. Yeah. <laughs> and it's coming. It's all coming from, again, his desire to be a good father and to be a better father than his was. And that, I guess, at the end of the day, is pretty sweet. All right, fine, JJ. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk about this painting scene. Pino's Mickey palette. and John are having a little, what's that? Pino's Palette. Have you yes. ever been there? I love that place. Uh, I feel like I've driven past it. Mm. Yeah. And maybe they've been there on Housewives, I think. But, of course uh, they have. Yeah, right? <laughs> so everyone's paintings are a little bit different. But really, this is not about painting. This is about Winston. And the fact that he's ruining date night. Now, listen, I can totally understand that. Nikki was saying, like, oh, she didn't want to leave him to go do the dates and that whole thing. And listen, I think if you don't have a problem leaving your dog, then you're not giving your dog enough attention. Okay? (laughs) If you're not a crazy dog person who treats your dog like a baby, then I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) Bring bring your dog to my house where I will treat it accordingly. Talking to you, John Cena. (laughs) (laughs) Or give give it to Bree and Brian as they keep asking for. Yeah, they want to adopt. It's so cute. get what JJ was trying to say. Let's talk about that. He was confusing me a little bit. Yeah, so he was saying that John sees what's going on with the puppy as being indicative of what would happen if they had a child. Like, he's he's seeing the responsibility and the kind of having a baby type around and he's going, no thank you. Locking down. Mm -hmm. I I could see that though. I kind of not not 100%, but I I personally can see that just because I don't have a dog, because uh, the responsibilities, I just feel like I it's too much. So I get that, but don't don't go hit her when she's down. I feel like she wants a kid. <laughs> I think I think what like like he's a wealthy man. So any kind of care wonderful caretaker they would need for the dog, he's totally able to provide. Good so point. I don't understand this whole like closing off his heart and disliking this dog when there's, it's not. It's almost like, oh, I'm not going to be around, so I don't want to get close to the dog. Is how I think John's oh. feeling. Oh, that's different. Like he doesn't okay. want to become attached because then he'll miss it. Right. And, he and doesn't if he know doesn't, how that feels. if he really <laughs> listen, if he doesn't, emotions. if he doesn't actually like this dog, he's a much colder person than I thought. It yeah, really disappoints yeah. me because that dog is cute. How could you not fall in love with that little? <laughs> Ball of mush. Oh my god! I thought the funniest thing about this was like, oh, the dog's ruining date night. It's not JJ tagging along with you guys. Like that's not a big deal at all. But the whole point, like, so like basically, Pino's palette. You go, you everyone paints the same picture, and the guy tells you how to paint it while you're there. That's why, like, when you walk in and you're like, oh shit, I gotta paint that. They like walk you through it step by step. So it's really cool. So like, the fact that. JJ does this. He's like, "See, it's really beautiful, but in the back, it's all direct. Like, oh, oh it's all, he's all sketch." Deep. And I then know. hers are like, "No, it's really pretty." And then John pretty much paints a dick fruit. And to see 
the guy who like had to like run this session and tell them what to paint and what colors to use and where to go. Like his reaction of like this is what you did. Like this is why I stopped teaching art at high schools because I was sick of kids painting fruit dicks everywhere. Fruit dicks. You know. Is this indicative of John just really not wanting to be a part of this reality show? Because it's like he can't stand the dog. He's screwing up the painting night. He's hardly around ever when they film. When he is, he's a jerk, which I don't think he really is. I think the painting thing was just that he has to be so sterile all the time and he has to be so PG and be John Cena. And this is his, I mean, we know that this kind of potty humor and he is really it. more him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think this was just an opportunity where he could, you know, paint a... What dick fruit fruit dick? Uh, dick fruit. Dick fruit. He's very using that as an insult for people. I'm gonna start calling you think people that. that. When they went to him with the show, he was like, Okay, you can use my house, but I get to do whatever the hell I want. And they're like, Okay, okay, Cena, you can do what you want. Well, he made everybody of the whole production sign a contract yeah. for coming into the house. He's like formal wear, shoes, you know. Dick pics. Cigar room. Yes. You know that entire production team is wearing those hospital booties on their shoes <laughs> oh my gosh. all day, every day. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, it's so I'm funny. Sure you're right. They have to use like an outhouse outside. Oh, totally. The he got them like a porta potty huh. out down the block. The Andy Gump is over there. Yep. Yeah, exactly. In the foyer. Oh, John. Well, do you think though that John does this part, like this whole dick joke, dick pictures, like all this stuff, just to kind of balance out how he is and just be like, oh, no, I'm really a nice guy. Look how silly I can be. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, just because it's a lot? I don't no. know. I'm just thinking. <laughs> like, like he's proving that he's not that squeaky yeah. clean guy or something. Yeah. yeah, but, like, that's his only thing that he has in his back pocket. <laughs> like, like, seventh grade potty humor? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Look, any guy wearing jorts back in the day when he started that whole thing... Is definitely not a squeaky clean guy. So <laughs> let's put that to rest, John Cena. Uh, well, let's get back to Mama Bella's Lady Lumps. And Johnny, this is something that I really felt that this was not preempted at all. I think mm-hmm. Johnny deliberately brought this up on camera so she would have to keep talking so that they would ask her about it. I mean... This was a calculated Bella move from yeah. future stepdaddy Bella, and I didn't mind it one single bit. So he um, he encourages Kathy to tell them. She says, not right now. I'm getting married. This is ridiculous. It's just going to be a few more days. And I guess I I think I would probably um, act the same way that, that Mama Bella is, unfortunately, but he wasn't having it. Neither were JJ and Nikki. What did you guys think about this? Ooh, I would have been so mad if I were Kathy. And actually, <laughs> actually, I think she was dead on when she said, I don't want this to be a whole bunch of drama surrounding not knowing. She's like, once I know, then I deliver the news, which I'm down with. Because I know what both Bella. of... Yeah, because both of... I think as a mom, you want to yeah. protect your kids from being upset. And like with both of my parents have had some health problems over the last five to ten years. And they wouldn't tell us until something was certain. You know, so it would be like, well, I've been having pain here, and I went to a di- few different doctors, and I've had these tests, and here's what it is, and here's what we're going to do about it. And that's so comforting rather than your mom being like, you know, I found this, and I don't know what it is. Like, you wouldn't be able to sleep or eat. Like, you'd that's be so true. upset. Yeah, then so you're I'm like, yeah. Googling right, things. Right, right. And... and I'm with her on not telling them until she knows something. The problem here is that she hadn't had the courage to do anything about it and lied about how long it had been. So, I, 
Oh, that's six weeks. I'm glad Nikki went with her. But, I mean, the day before the wedding is the most stressful day ever. I don't know how they squeeze this in. Yeah. Yeah. For the show. Right. I don't know if they were being honest about it being the day before the wedding. Like, how do you squeeze that in with, like, the 800 things you're supposed to do on, like... You're supposed to have a rehearsal dinner. You're supposed to, like, oh, so many last-minute things with what people are wearing and gifts. And mm-hmm. and she yeah. got that appointment real quick, too. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, mm. so we learned that she had actually found the lump six weeks ago, not three. That was mm-hmm. crazy to me. That six weeks could, like Nikki said, actually, it could be life or death. Yeah. For, for once, Nikki said something that's like, yeah, hey. And, that and wasn't a, bl- a Bella blunder. No. <laughs> kind of dramatic statements that Kathy was trying to avoid, but also what she needs to hear. Needs yeah. to hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially since her sister at 51 was diagnosed and she's 51. Mm-hmm. Right. How, how does it's, that not register in your mind? Yeah, I don't and know. Her, her aunt or something else, too. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. I love how she was like so pissed. She said effing and then she said fuck. <laughs> that was so yeah. Cute. She's like, you had to effing fucking tell them like she was hot. Can we say that? Yes. I'll say it now. We're just putting right, cool. explicit in the. Okay, cool. We, we, we reflect the tone of the show. Yes. I like it. Yeah. Right. Right. There are plenty of beeps in this episode. But that was really funny too. I was yeah. laughing. Like effing fucking. Yeah, she was oh. hot, man. She was fired up about that. And yeah, like, like uh, Meg was saying, like, I totally agree. Like, you don't want, like, especially at your wedding, everyone's coming in from out of town. You don't want, like, one person to be like, hey, did you hear? And then everybody mm-hmm. at the wedding's coming up, like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Especially, like, the rehearsal dinner. So, like, if you do this before your rehearsal dinner, and then it gets out at the rehearsal dinner. So then everybody at the wedding, it's like, and then it's in the speech that you got to hear forever. Like, oh, we're, we're so glad to be here today because you never know what the future may hold. Right, right, right. Like, exactly. Oh, my God. By the end you of the know, night, like, it was a shotgun wedding because she was dying of cancer. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And like there are so many things that like like just planning my wedding there was like a thing that I had huge issues with that I was like no this needs to be taken care of because I don't want to ruin anybody else's day cuz this will easily be something misunderstood by other people that it'll get around and then everybody at the wedding is talking about it and then no one's enjoying themselves because they're all concerned about this. Yeah. You know. Good point. I'll tell you later about <laughs> what it was. <laughs> Juicy. All right, that's my cue not to pursue. Uh, well, Nikki and Mama Bella do go to the doctor and get this all figured out. We didn't get any wrap-up on that, though. No. It's no. like we have that's to it. tune in next week for that. Do you guys have anything that you would like to add about this week's episode? Oh, man, I felt so bad for Brie yes. when she finally just Talk let it out. Lauren. Like, mm-hmm. like you could see like she'd been holding in all this stuff for Brian that she just didn't want to let out in front of him because she knew it's probably sent him over the edge mm-hmm. so that she just needed to let all out because like yeah she has worked so hard for this and now she can't enjoy her retirement because she's worried about his retirement Mm. and she's probably only retiring because she doesn't want to put him through like hey honey i'm leaving to go do what you wish you could do have Mm -hmm. fun with the dog you know and your apple yeah yeah. it's it's sad it really it really it made me so sad for her it's it yeah yeah she's in a really tough spot like, how do you mm-hmm. deal with something like that? I mean, I guess she's doing it the best way she can, but mm-hmm. it's really, it looks like it's really difficult. Right, and you know, Brian's probably looking at her retirement like like you were saying, it's a choice for her. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing he's not going to have a whole lot of empathy for her being sad that her career is over because it was her decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree, because I think that they have a very, like, the man wears the pants in the relationship thing going on in their marriage. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she will n- hardly refer to him as Brian and always has to say, my husband, my husband, and everything kind of seems... That's such a Bella thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it always seems like it's 
Brian's choices kind of take center stage and are what they are going to do. Um, Absolutely. So, I forget my original point. No, that was a good point, Megan. But there. (laughs) Done. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we will be getting to our predictions in just a moment, but first, how about a little bit of news and gossip? After Buzz TV Josh on point right there. Oh yeah. I love that. I love that little noise. I actually cannot physically report news if that music is not playing. <laughs> and we're starting with this little bomb. Bree and Nikki were working the interview circuit this week, and Bree talked about her pregnancy, saying, Pregnancy has kicked my butt, I will admit. I was like, whoa, I feel like I'm going through WrestleMania every day. The nice thing is that right now I can take naps though and not feel guilty. Mm, not feel guilty. I, no one should feel guilty about taking a nap. Nope. It's very healthy. I hear Vince McMahon does not like sleep at all. Like if you're on the plane, like if you guys are on a charter plane and it's all WWE people, no one's allowed to sleep. It what? doesn't matter. Why? No one's allowed to sleep. I love that. You love that? I love it. I love it so Vince doesn't sleep. Hardcore. So like, and Vince hates sneezing because it feels like your body doesn't have control of what you're doing. So he hates sneezing. Like, there are just so Ooh, many so weird true. things about him. But like, yeah, like, no, now I get to nap. Like, that's probably a huge thing. Because like, think how exhausted you are. And you're just like, oh man, I can't wait to get on this flight and just like try and sleep. And then it's like, no, you can't. Because mm-hmm. if Vince is on this flight... You're not allowed That's to do that. silly. I would it's want so my silly. athletes to get the rest they need to stay healthy. Yeah. Oh, heck no. I'll come not sleep for your <laughs> genius controlling butt anytime, Vince. Just saying. So if you're like this, though, does he just... Hey! No, see, that's the thing. Like, he wouldn't do that, but, like, some crony would be like, hey, Vince, did you see so and so was nodding off on the plane? And then you're not on Raw for the next month. You know, like, it's weird. It's a crazy business, and, like, things like that happen. If you're going to treat your athletes like that, then you're going to wonder why they are having drug test problems. Ooh. Wellness policy? High expectations. High expectations. Uh, (laughs) Why do you do that on purpose? All right, let's move on before we get ourselves in trouble because this next one is really good. I'm sure you guys all saw this. Nikki and John's Halloween costumes. (gasps) Oh, Oh my my gosh. Always epic. Always epic. Was it last year, right? They were Dumb and Dumber. So this year, they dressed as each other. That's right. John went full on Nikki, the shorts, the wig, the whole thing. Nikki pulled it off quite well. Also, and there's a hilarious video on WWE's YouTube channel. They kind of spoofed Total Bellas. Yeah. And and John was the needy monster and they were mouthing to each other's voices. It's a highly entertaining. Something he can't unsee. The only thing it was missing was when he came out doing her entrance, he should have like ripped the shirt off to have the shirt underneath it. Mm-hmm. That was the only critique I had, but everything else was so great. He, needed, a, he needed to move those hips a little more. It was a little stiff, but other than that. <laughs> other than that. Love so it. funny. Love it. Well, we heard what uh, Brie had to say this week, and Nikki was talking to DigitalSpy.com, and she revealed, this is so interesting, that when Total Divas was going to start, the WWE did not even know that she and John were a couple at that point. So it wasn't like, hey, let's give John Cena's girlfriend a reality show. No, 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 no. And the WWE couldn't even believe that these two were together. Oh. Yeah. And so, and it is, of course, has been years this has been playing out on Total Divas and now Total Bellas. And we've started to see the first of it on WWE TV with everyone else acknowledging their relationship. And she says that they really want to do a storyline together in the future. 
on, on WWE, which would be so cool. That yes. might have gotten them taken out of the show, in all honesty. Because so? if you think about it, because they don't want to risk, like, okay, what happens if this person and John don't get along? Which has happened in the past with talent. That's mm. true. So, like, if they would have known that they were dating, it might not have been Total Bellas. It might have been Total Foxes with Alicia Fox or something oh. like that. Like, it's crazy. Butterfly effect stuff, you know? One oh, yeah. path, one way. Yeah, Mickey James. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's coming back? Uh-huh. So, and Ken's still sticking around. So never say people, never. These are real <laughs> life things that are going on with these people's real lives that is just as juicy. What I just said, you don't know what I'm talking about if you don't follow wrestling, but it is so juicy. You have got to... You just, tweet me, just tweet me. Just tweet me. Yeah, I'll give. I'll give you guys the full scoop. Okay, I'll give you great. the full scoop. Uh, and that concludes our news and gossip. Bella Let's Blunder move on time. To Bella Blunder. Yes. Hey, I'm saving my favorite of all Bella Blunders for the season finale next week. But this right. is a good one as well. This comes from last season and will help us roll right into the next one of Total Divas. When Nikki and Bree started working on the Birdie B designs for their new lingerie company. Who made those hideous granny panties at the sewing factory? Oh, was it Nikki or was it Bree? You guys can all answer. Bree. <laughs> I had Jimbo? nothing. I just saw how excited the two of them got. I'll let we them take this one. <laughs> you are correct, ladies. That is another point scored for Miss Megan Stecker and Miss Jennifer <laughs> Leon. I always, I feel like I always screw that up. I want to make you like. French or something. Well, it is a French last name. So okay, it's, oh. it's Leon. Leon. <laughs> Leon. Well, we will see if Miss Leon, Miss Stecker, <laughs> or Mr. Jimbo are our big winner for the Bella Blunders. And I'm just going to go ahead and ask you guys because I know our audience has been tallying. If you could please just tweet me that at Christy Reports and let me, <laughs> let me know how many points everybody's got. And we will crown our winner next week after the big finale. Right. Do we win a Bella shirt that you've cut up for us? Because that would be amazing. Oh my gosh. I do have several that you could choose from. Yeah. That's a really good idea. I would even oh, I let you like cut mine up. Like I would I would rock it too. Mm-hmm. Gosh, maybe I that's like a that. good. Do we all have to rock cut up t-shirts next week? I think oh, so. Yeah. We are definitely, we're definitely going to do something fun for the finale. But first, let's predict what we think is going to go down oh. in the big finale. Okay, I'm going to go first. Um... In the teaser for next week, we see Nikki and Brie fighting, and they look pretty dressed, I would say. So I have a feeling that this fight is at the wedding, but I don't, like, how could you fight like this at your mom's wedding? You can't wait till tomorrow? Like, come on. It's the show. So so I think that there's going to be a huge battle between Nikki and Brie that might and leading into Total Divas. Oh, oh yeah, yes. Divas. Ooh, that's, yeah. All right, all right. Wait, I gotta follow that because <laughs> yeah. I, it's basically, I mean, we might be able to figure out in this episode, I'm just gonna guess that uh, Mama Bella's okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe she already knows at this point. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, and also agree with with what Jimbo said. Woo. So, Jimbo. That's we're on it. that piggyback. Let's go. Yeah. Um, I think I think we're gonna do a lot of dramatics around the wedding. There'll be maybe some feigned like this is going wrong, that's going wrong, we're so behind, we're gonna be late. Uh we're gonna miss the boat. Whatever. <laughs> um I'm interested to see about 
John being at the wedding, Brian not being at the wedding, how that affects the fight the girls are having. Because I feel like it starts before the wedding when their hair is down, when they were having that conversation where their hair was down and and uh, Brie is like, you're saying Brian's not been honest? I, and then later when they're fighting when their hair is up, I'm interested to see what happens at the wedding during those in-between hours that affects yelling at Nikki. Mm-hmm. Or it could be like the apple and their hair's up, then their hair's down. Yeah. And the True. Cut. <laughs> True. Well, I'm going to predict that Daniel Bryan is actually at the wedding. Ooh. Oh. I, think, I think they just wanted this for storyline. I think they've been hiding it, just showing, not showing shots of him and deliberately oh. not posting him. I think there's no way that with a family this close-knit, there's no way that he's not at that wedding. Hmm. So okay. that's okay. that's my prediction. And like they I charter a flight for him specifically. Like, no, you're going to this wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get on this plane. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I'm strong. I'm strong about it. I have no other predictions because I'm a hundred percent behind that Daniel Bryan is going to be at this wedding. Okay, nice. and we shall see. And guys, if our audience has questions for you, predictions they want to share, where can they hit y'all up at, Jimbo? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Jimbo in the booth. Uh, buy my documentary, The Young Bucks Two Sweet Journey, at highspots.com. Check out the XPOC 12360 podcast. We had a great interview today with Lanny Poffo, and you could learn way more insider stuff about wrestling. It was amazing. Love it. I'm Jennifer Leone. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jennifer Leone TV. Hi, guys. You can follow me, Megan Stecker, on uh, Snapchat, Instagram, and tweet me. I love tweeting back. It's all at Megan Stecker. It's M E G A N S T E C H E R. Uh, you guys can always find me at Christy Reports on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And I got a big box in the mail from Bravo TV yesterday. I, yes, yes, for Vanderpump Rules. VIP. Mm-hmm. I, I uh, filmed that unboxing, and there was some great goodies in there. So please check that out on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Christy Reports. And make sure you come back here next week. We will have the live chat rolling. We will be here at 9 p.m. Pacific with another grand celebration for the big finale of Total Bellas. Until then, hit us up on social media. Follow the entire AfterBuzz TV team at AfterBuzz TV. And have a great rest of the week. Adios. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 